I hope you're enjoying Comic-Con, because this is Cape Crisis, the podcast the, hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. We have sounds. Someone uh, said the, the, the only complaint from 100 episodes is that the mm. Spider-Man sounds do not appear as much as they used to. Yeah, I know. They, ooh, you had ooh. a lot. Uh, you were sitting on a lot of them. And that was but. the only comment I read for last last. <laughs> The I know nobody else had anything to say, uh, but uh, hey, but let me finish my patter here. Oh, I am H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. If you're not following me, get to it. And I'm here just with the regular old co-host Christopher Antista. Boo says the world. Um, yeah, you're at Comic Con. I'm I'm still here. I am at Comic-Con right now. That's why we can't record an episode. Both our co-hosts yeah. are off at, at Comic-Con. Yeah, and we couldn't do, like, it'd be weird to do one. We talk about news so much, mm-hmm. and, like, there is, the news is wait for Comic-Con. Like, mm. oh, will The Rock be in a Shazam film? Like, that'll probably be <laughs> announced during Comic-Con. So I mean, that's the, the case. Well, I thought I saw a news thing. Well, he's, apparently he's, this is turning into a, a news mm-hmm. thing as it is, but yeah, he's, he apparently all but hinted said it in an interview. But pre Comic Con, which is where we're recording this piece. Yeah. Don't judge. We're recording this pre Comic Con. This is going to be a special. <laughs> but, uh, There's no news here. No news. Sorry, guys. But uh, this is in the afterglow. This is also a special episode, not a numbered one. We'll get back into numbers next week. But we want to take, a, like, I guess, a little break from a full on regular episode. Mm-hmm. For one week after 100, because it was it was a bigger deal than I thought it would be the the whole episode. Like my my hundred was, my hundred quiz. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, really no, those that. are the yeah. I there were I was, a lot. I was all like, yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of great comments on there, you know, about wanting us to do more quizzes and to write sketches. <laughs> And to write more sketches, and that they miss those, like, and uh, you know, I really appreciate all those things. I'm, I'm going to go back in the closet this week, Chris. That's oh, okay, okay. So, I am gay now. Yes. Uh-uh. Now, all right, guys. Yeah, I will say it again. I am gay. That was a thing I said last episode, and it's true. Was it? There were there were a couple of people who who asked, like, "Oh, is this a joke?" Or they they were, "If this isn't a joke, congrats!" Like, yes. but uh, yeah, it, I, I have to say all the. All the comments on the episode really did. They really were great. They felt really great. Like on on Twitter and on uh, on the on the site, like the sixty plus positive comments about it. And and once I've gotten in regular life, I, I got uh, one very nice I, uh, Facebook message from somebody too. I am legitimately dying to see a negative comment just because I haven't. And no, I'm like, yeah, I love. I, this is me being honest, really mm-hmm. honest right now. I love the opportunity to tell someone who's an asshole to stop listening. Yeah. I love it. It happens so rarely, like three times a year. I think that they've been with us for this long, like for this long that they know, they at least know that if they were homophobic, like that we would not, or that they were not cool with me being gay, that, that we wouldn't react positively to it. I'm homophobic towards lesbians only. They frighten and confuse me. (laughs) They, they, said no. Said no guy ever. Uh, there, I saw once on the Daily Show they interviewed a guy who was like trying to shut down a lesbian bar <laughs> in his area. Well, and, it, it is sort of weird that I like I don't have any close lesbian friends. I have, mm-hmm. I have plenty of close gay friends, and it's just like 
lesbians, I guess, from what you decided to leave behind. I am very much part of everything you don't like about uh, people and men. I don't know. I, I have uh, I've had lots of lesbian friends. Well, yeah. not a lot, but well, I haven't. I guess statistically, based on how many friends I've had in my life, which is not a ton, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, there were more lesbians than you would expect. That number like, is that is that because you're a part of a community now? You have a uh, merit yeah, badge. Now I'm part of a community. No, no I do just... want to say that there, I meant to write the guy in an email specific uh, specifically, and I will. You've been out to us for a long time. Yeah, that was yeah, and yeah. and when we first started the show, you would go off on certain tangents and say certain things that at one point I had to come out and say, "I'm by." That's why we can say this because you know Henry no, has reasons that... for not. Come. Yeah, yeah, let me, yeah, I, I did want to address that some. I'm just like, yeah, for, it was just a lot of things that, that came together. Like, in 2008, when we started doing these things, mm-hmm. when, and you guys knew then, mm-hmm. like, pretty much, like, I, I came out to, I came out to one person in our office, and she didn't kind of just introduce that fact Thanks. to everybody else. But that, but I, I knew that, I kind of knew that when I told her, like, it wasn't, I, it wasn't that she was doing anything wrong she wasn't outing me un, unwantedly but but anyway uh the yeah like you guys had known since then but then when mm-hmm. i got on the podcast i was just very once we found uh, out we wanted yeah. you off <laughs> we can't have that voice i i just didn't it was something i didn't i didn't want to share like mm-hmm. i am kind of a private person to a degree like i, I wouldn't say i'm as private as as some people have been on this podcast i have shared a lot of personal I, stories there is a difference here. between someone liking to talk and someone being private I, I, yeah. I, there is no difference for me, but I think a mm-hmm. lot of people on these shows are they very much want to have a private life, mm-hmm. but they also like talking to you. Yeah, and to a degree, it was also. And you did have to make a harder decision than most of us. Well, yeah, and and there was there was other stuff of just family members who do or did not did or didn't know, and do not tell and, Aunt Petunia <laughs> it would break her heart, and not wanting to share that with them, and and or not wanting it to spread to them, and. And so it was like something I was feeling regret about, mm-hmm. like that it it was like it, it, at the at the base of it was fear. Like I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid to be out. Like totally. Like I wasn't. I wasn't one hundred percent in the closet. Like you guys knew. Mm-hmm. But and also it was something like. But you were, and in, in like in all parts of your life, mm-hmm. you were like you. You don't walk around well, with anything ambiguous when when yeah in, when we're not even private, but like public things with like dozens of us around mm-hmm. you're not closeted closeted you just weren't open to the public no no and i i mean yeah it it was and then it just turned into a thing that i just didn't talk about mm-hmm. and it and it was also well, uh, why would like, you see the kind of shit you get when you get like billy bean's name wrong like <laughs> <laughs> well it was last year i think it was on that po- no nah, it was on that one but i think it was last year we did we did uh, something uh me you diane and michael mm-hmm. About gay celebrities and oh, yeah. or something involved gay stuff. I really wanted um, it to be on Laser Time. And yeah, I was it saving it for my podcast. Wouldn't give it to me. Wanted to do, it, but uh, but yeah, when we were on there, I thought I just I do want to talk about this as a gay guy, but and I never said I, I sort I sort of wanted to get across. We wouldn't talk about this mm-hmm. unless there was somebody representative of the community. Mm-hmm. It, I, I am surprised that no one picked up because you kind of like were very reckless with how. <laughs> Well, so yeah, I last I'd, year or so. I'd say about for the last year on podcast, I'd hinted at it more, yeah. and then just like almost kind. Of, I think I joked uh, at the end of uh, Cape Crisis about ten or twenty ago, saying like it was uh, really that I was to going to have an announcement, and I was like, "Man, nah, let's hold off." 
Oh, you and, did? Yeah, I think I said like that because I had I had made a joke about listening to a podcast of Julie Klausner's mm-hmm. uh, that had to that do with was the so, history. That was the funniest moment ever because because Brett and I both start laughing. Is that how you're going to do this? Mm-hmm. Like and, what? No, I know, and but but yeah, that it was when I was on that podcast with you and mm-hmm. and and Michael and Diana. Like I thought, well, this could be a time to do it, uh, but now it feels like it's not a big enough deal to do it now. I, think, I don't know, I think or it's were, not. It doesn't feel like it was worth the wait. To I do feel it like you've been under too much pressure to do it, mm-hmm. and I've always, I, I feel like I've always told you, like, please do it when you think is right. I'd love to have the ratings boost on Laser Time, <laughs> but like. Whenever you feel is appropriate. I love that when you felt was appropriate. You did not tell me you were going to say that. You did not tell Brett you were going to say that. You just threw it out there. It was something, yeah. It was, and it felt really good to say it. And then then to like know, to know that the audience now knows that like it Mm -hmm. does feel a, it's a deeper connection with them, Mm -hmm. I suppose. And also that it was just like, there had been this thought before where if I would meet a stranger and be like, oh, do they know I'm gay? Do I, what do what level do I do with that? And now that I can think like, oh, well, they'll they will find out. Like mm-hmm. it's not. I don't. I don't care as much about that. It's also like, yeah. The the reason it came together like in the last year or so, why I've been thinking about it more. Like it was just a lot of stuff. Like it was partially like when Todd Glass came out of the mm-hmm. closet on on Mark Maron and, mm-hmm. and just the stuff he's been going through. Like it made me think like yeah, I should. He's a podcaster coming out of the closet. Maybe he did. Yeah, I do it. It was and, bold, of, and I think around that time you also became more bold about the things you would discuss. Mm-hmm. And then my only anecdote that I was adding er- er- earlier, because you were saying things that like were very much from a it, gay point of view, mm-hmm. and I felt like we could actually get in trouble if if mm-hmm. somebody didn't know. So I came out as bi, a fake. I'm bi, so we can say that. And then one person came up to me at a PAX and like, so are you really bi? And, and, I, and I acted very uncomfortably towards that person. <laughs> and I feel terrible about it because I, I don't want him to feel like I thought he was hitting on It was just mm-hmm. that, like, no, I had lied to you. No, and it wasn't, yeah. And it, you never lied. I did. No, it wasn't fair to make you guys keep that secret. And then it was also just something like... Well, I, but that was also at the time, that, like, I think your people like Glass, he came out and then he can become... A much more staunch opponent of things you yeah. see wrong in that community, and I think, and you, I think you were very upset about certain things and wanted to take that stance, and you did have to stop mm-hmm. because no one knew. Yeah, because then to, the sentence would have to end with like, "Because I'm gay and I feel this," and mm-hmm. like, yeah, and it was just like slowly easing more into like being out around strangers, like that. It wasn't. It was something I I was like. Not not into was to, it to, uh, to a degree. I think it was just like this internalized fear, and also like oh, by the way, guys, I swear we're gonna do some funny uh, Justice League nineteen sixties album stuff okay. after this. This is a true special. Musicals await. Oh, Go ahead, Hank. Sorry. No, and I think I just felt like uh, it was also just I wasn't. It was it was kind of a just a personal like va- vanity thing of like I wasn't dating anyone at the time, and mm-hmm. so. When when you say you're gay, they're like, "Oh, do you see somebody? Like, who's your boyfriend?" And like, it's just that I'd say, "No, I'm single, and I'm very, and I'm actually kind of depressed about that." Like that, also, yeah. you know, uh, happens yeah. to everybody, man. Yeah, but to see being so open now feels so weird. It really does. Like, does after, it? I don't, after just, being, I'm so used to yeah. you being open. Well, you guys, yeah, with you guys, and uh, yeah. So, but yeah, that happened, and then like, uh, well. <laughs> Uh, th- we like. Mm-hmm. 
I went up on a couple open mic nights too, and like to do to try out stand up and. And part That's of where we're coming out with this, uh, I'm just saying I did this, and so when I was up there, like that, I was also talking about being gay there too, like as part of the conceptually as my character on stage, and that was something I just dove into. Like I had a moment where I thought, well, I could be in the closet and just lie and say like I like girls or whatever. And and I was like, no, you know, don't do that. Like, be. I never saw you do that, but I have a feeling you would do that to like get into WrestleMania. <laughs> Feel like you would pretend to be straight. <sighs> well, no, it's just like it was just. <laughs> well, no, I have been at that. I have been, I have been at like meals on work trips, mm-hmm. like surrounded by a bunch of like oh, yeah. dudes I don't really work with all that, sure. like colleagues, but like East Coast ones, like people I see like once or twice a year. I'd be at a meal with them, and they weren't even like saying anything like particularly homophobic. Mm-hmm. But they were getting into straight guy talk, sure. of like talking about how hot the waitress is and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I did feel just weird there, and it was, and and I was just like, eh, just really? don't say anything. I, like, love, talk, I talk. love talking to you about that. <laughs> hey, yeah, that but girl, with, oh my god, that girl's hot. You think so? <laughs> weird. I'm like, oh no, no, you're right. That's no. I was I, just, but yeah, that's just, my impression of being at a restaurant with you, checking out waitresses. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, but I didn't feel. I didn't feel mm. safe enough with those guys, those dudes, I guess. And so then, and also, I think they were acting like such bros that I was mm. like, how do I know how they're going to react to this? Like, I don't know these people. Oh, I like, see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I present them with, yeah, it, it was just something that, that made me, that would make me uncomfortable sometimes. But. Sure. Uh, Two men, that's no. disgusting, Henry. <laughs> uh, see, this is also why I didn't. I also didn't want to come out of the closet because then you could do more jokes like this. I'm not trying to make light of what you... No, I, that what did, was, what I, did I tell kidding. you about... I, 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 am, I, I did not know you were going to do that. I thought mm. it was incredibly bold and fucking brave. Uh, mm. it, especially to throw it out there with like, yeah, and you don't get to say anything about it. Like, just, just sit on that. Yeah. Sit on that. It was, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see the reactions to it, too, and just to hand it to people. And, and, that every, and it's weird yeah. where you live in a time when everybody who spoke up is awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you felt in any other way different than the people who spoke up, just mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. Yeah, just that, don't say I mean, anything. And, I, and I, I don't even think those, I, 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 I that's my biggest flaw is that I, I think all people are kind of rad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even really believe that that type of listener exists. Somebody. Yeah, the only negative. The only negative tweet at me I saw after this was the way to make it all about you. Henry. No, that somebody said they uh, they couldn't stand my voice. Like they had nothing to even do with the episode. They just like can't listen to K Price anymore. And I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna. Now I shouldn't read it verbatim because no, no. I, I don't want people to know who it was. But the gist of it was like, hey, no offense, but I can't listen anymore because your voice is horrible. And and I was like. Well, thank you for at replying me on that, buddy. Like, how nice of you. Like, You're completely but, wrong. Ah, whatever. But I, I, I. Why does that one get me so mad and like <laughs> non jokey? <laughs> um, but no, that, that's. But yeah, so everybody's comments were really nice, and and it's it's also, it, it also made me feel very good about the decision. Every every, but he said it straight mm-hmm. uh, and like straight people, and also like gay listeners or LGBT listeners who. I, who responded about it? That, I thought that was great because there's mm-hmm. a couple people I, I, that it's hard to do, and most people won't have to come out and to. And to a, you just said you were doing uh, open mics, mm-hmm. and I think that was at first comforting because you're actually speaking to fewer people 
than you are right now. Yeah, yeah. When you, it, it seems harder to speak in public, and I, and I understand how that there was a difference there that that happened first. Mm-hmm. But you know, getting up on stage is kind of one of those things. Once you do it, not every most things in the universe seem a lot less terrifying. Yeah, yeah, and and also I I, I had seen you know you, you see all this stuff about about youth who are depressed about like being different and stuff. I, I don't want I really. I don't want to turn this into no, I think, a, a special, a, a very special episode. With, with my, I'm, and I'm ribbing you, mm-hmm. you had gotten the label so, show social justice warrior, but mm-hmm. many of those things, now you are aware that there was a point of view behind that. And mm-hmm. it wasn't someone jumping on, jumping on a trendy topic. And it wasn't somebody. Um, it was well, yeah, self-aggrandizing. It was, it was a personal concern of mine, though. I do think, like, one thing that bugs me that with social justice warrior mm-hmm. people who are fighting social justice warriors mm-hmm. is that they get the point they've and this was given to me before that like you're not going to get laid with this like you try quit trying to appeal to women by acting like a feminist and it just it there i i dislike that thought of like oh because a straight guy could not a straight man would just not feel like a woman no, you, should you have actually, equality you actually because, get laid a lot more when you're not being a shithead it's crazy <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I. It's anyway. Yeah, I, there's just there's Sorry, there's a lot of is. there's a lot of youth who 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 feels younger people who feel like kind of hopeless about stuff still sure. even like and so and and I didn't I didn't feel like I was contributing to to the the way they felt but by not saying anything like I wasn't helping like I wasn't you weren't helping no but and, I, 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 get, I always said that to you but you're not hurting anything no but by waiting until you're comfortable no and I've heard like Dan Savage who uh, the the, the, the uh, sex advice columnist mm-hmm. and, and gay rights advocate like always he, recommending men I can't it's, <laughs> he had it's, uh, you know he had talked about coming out and people who stay in the closet and he's just like you know it's okay to stay in the closet but do know that you that you are kind of a coward and, and I was like, he—that's the kind of tough love that Savage has. Like, it, it was really harsh. And then I don't think that's fair. I don't think like, that's fair. I still don't. No, no, I don't. I don't think so either. But that was one thing that like struck me while being in the closet. Same with, uh, I had read something by Bob Mould, the uh, guitarist for who, uh, one of the creative uh, guys from Husker Du, brought up on this week's Laser Time, and that he, uh, he was also like. He kind of had a situation similar to me, where he was like, he was gay the whole time, like mm-hmm. he was never with women, like all his all his friends knew, and he had a long term boyfriend even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it was just something he didn't want to talk about, like his sexuality was something he didn't want to talk about uh, publicly. And then mm-hmm. he finally did, like years into his public life, like mm-hmm. in his mid thirties or something. And he said that his thoughts on it now is just like, you come out when it feels like the right time for you. Mm-hmm. But also, exactly. also, also know that like you may you may regret it, but you came out when you wanted to. Like sure. it was it was the right time for you. Whenever you did, it was the right time. For I, you. I think but. it was courageous when you came out to us years ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different it's a separate thing coming out to everyone else. Yeah, yeah because because you did. I, I never want to make it. Don't make it seem like you were in the clo- you weren't in your closet in the closet to your friends and your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or, or even your family for that matter. And Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, but it was just how to broach the subject, and I and I appreciate you taking um, those steps because occasionally people react a little poorly for things mm-hmm. they. No, I know, yeah, it's this is this is getting really real, but yeah, it is like, and, and there are people who have like way more 
differences and problems mm-hmm. to deal with. Like I'm not. I'm. I no couldn't come out like on the old is... podcast as a vegetarian because I was afraid of the criticism I, re- I would receive. I know. Yeah, I. I can be a really sensitive person, and mm-hmm. like I need to. I need to get a thicker skin, and, and maybe this. No, no, moments like these will do that, but less of a shithead. But yeah, just to say, like to to expose anything that somebody could make fun of you for, like is 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 counter to what my 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 usual instincts are, and my usual instincts are just like like you know protect yourself, don't and and one of those things like just giving somebody something else they could make fun of you, like I already. I sometimes I feel sensitive about my weight sometimes about my about my glasses about my voice. You're and, a, it, but you're a, I never want people to forget that you're a gay nerd <laughs> who grew up in the same era I did in the same area. Yeah, it, yeah, it's tough enough just to be a dork. Yeah, just to be a nerd. The mini like had other things mm-hmm. to it. It's it's tough and it it, it makes you sometimes afraid to uh, share that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so. Like a secret identity, yes. Kate Price's listeners. Yeah, I want you to keep talking. I no, do no. want you to keep talking. No, that was that. That was a good twenty minutes of it. I, I think I've pretty much said everything I want to say. So yeah, Again. can people expect any changes, or everything's going to stay the same? I mean, no. Like I do think I, I am looking forward to seeing how this changes the dynamic uh, it, from it, now on. Like I do think I'll say I may say different things than I would have before, or there may might in the past. There might have been times where I would have said something and I bit my tongue because I'm like, well, I have to say I'm gay to discuss this thing, so I'll just did. let it pass. And <laughs> like, but they were well after you gave me that note, then I was like, well, then I guess I should just stop saying some things if I'm not going to. Which I didn't want at uh, all. But uh, no, that wasn't what you were wanting me to do. No, no, it's it's it, like honestly, in certain uncertain things, having your perspective, even like in a private conversation, you are missing out on. Henry's perspective as a very knowledgeable person, but coming from this point of view, mm-hmm. he knows he doesn't know because just that when I talk to you about comics in particular, you don't want to jeopardize comics and what they are and what they mean to people ever. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that can be changed. Yeah, one I uh, there on on usually on a lot of episodes of Diana mm-hmm. or or with uh, when Carolyn was on, like mm-hmm. that I wanted to like gush <laughs> gush about some campy things and. And I got You're less right. afraid to do it, but uh, I'm not campy enough. I would you? do, but I mean, like to forget about Let It Go or like about a musical or something. Like it was right, that, that is something I, I just don't leave me. That was something I I liked to do. I do like to do that. I mean, I do like some campy things. Not all, not all campy things. There's, but, I think yeah. there's a there's a video somewhere of us singing Let It Go. Mm-hmm. In oh the yeah, karaoke yeah. room. No, I and I love karaoke, but I like. Straight people love karaoke. That's not. They a, do. That's not a, that's oh, not so a stereotype. Wh- Thank God. Let me call my parents. Uh jeez. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't really have much else to say on it. Yeah. I think in the in the future, my the podcast might be different. Like it's it is something I'm just be. I'm going to talk about more. Like I, I, am, I like that. From now like from now on, on on a very very small amount of things, people know that you're not coming from a place of empathy. That you might be coming from a place of anger, individual uh-huh. anger. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Like, I you mean, cannot empathy dispute. is a good place to come from. It, too, no, though, it totally is. But like, yeah. but like, I feel like people want to refute your point. Like, no, this is a very individualized thing that you can't understand as much as Henry. So if mm-hmm. he wants to talk about this for a little while, that's what gets talked about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited by that because some of the things yeah. I saw you get really passionate about. Like, we got we had to temper ourselves until. Yeah, no, and I wanted sense. to. I'm, yeah, and, and I want to be more a part of the gay geek community. Mm-hmm. Like I had, 
I had uh, met some other like gay nerds recently, and 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 I felt kind of embarrassed of like, oh, I'm not as out as you are. I can't I can't write that editorial about this, or it's true. because I chose not I chose not to share that part of myself, and so that that it protects you in some ways, but it does like you miss out on things. You like, do, and it and it and it sucks. Like it, it, I, it I believe you have fun. you've only written from the gay perspective under a pen name, right? Well, it wasn't under a pen name. It was just in a group article Got that uh, nobody's name was under. Got so, it. so it may as well have been a girl writing about how much she was attracted to Ew, the Prince of Persia. That's like, gross. The, uh, the the Sands of Time Prince of Persia. But uh, Oh, okay. He's attractive. Well, the one, no, the North one's pretty good, too. Yeah, he, he like is. P-O-P? But I don't know. He's, he's got too many accessories. <laughs> uh, so much flowing. Totally. But... <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. One last funny thing about last week's episode I heard was from Diana, uh, Michael Raparez's wife. I don't think he's ever appeared on the show, but she listens to most of them, I think. I and it's crazy. Don't mention she, wrestling. She's still here, probably. She's probably well, listening right no, now. No, she, she, she had a funny comment that said, in that episode, me and Brett joked about like having like ads on a porno site. Like, we were mm-hmm. talking about porn. And that... It presented a, like when I was talking about a porno site. It presented a visual that like they just imagined in their head of what I was looking at in a porno site. And so then, at the end of the episode, for me to say I am gay, that then they like it completely just recontextualizes <laughs> the entire thing uh, they had imagined. Like, uh, that was hmm. our gayest episode ever. <laughs> Second gay. I think we've had gay. Yeah, pro- well, probably the ones where we talk about musicals. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, Spider Man or the Batman musical, mm-hmm. those are both great, and and I do love musicals. But a straight guy can't like <laughs> a straight guy can love musicals. I like asked I you did. about that. Uh, like, why? What is? And you had a fucking amazing explanation. Like, what is with the gay community and horrendous musicals and Liza Minnelli? And you had a. Can, I wonder if you could repeat. Uh, jeez, man, you put me on the spot here. I think why I like musicals and why like. In, I mean, there is definitely a sense of community. Like, it's just been something that, like, gay, like, in historically speaking, mm-hmm. as a group, gays have really enjoyed musicals and it's given them a place to, like, shine. So it's like there's a history there. And then also, though, there's, like, the drama of it and just, like, the the acting of it and just, like, screaming out. It's not how you implied it to me. <laughs> screaming out at you are on, like, the, and, like, Liza Minnelli to an extent. Like, she, like... She's just a performer. Like yeah. she's great. She's not trying to appeal to you sexually, and you're not into that either. Though I think Liza Minnelli can be sexy and stuff. Like, in in Burr. cabaret. Did you see cabaret? What? Like, nah, anyway, I can only taste yesterday's meal. Uh, wait, what you had said to me? It was. It's like it was. It's a group of creative people trying the most. Oh yes, trying yeah. trying the very very hardest, and like and like. Putting it all out there, no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, I don't know. It, it, it made sense at the time. Whatever you said to me about what the yeah. community gets behind musicals—it's like the only stereotypical gay thing about you. Uh, yeah, I guess. So. I, I mean, I do love musicals. Yeah, and I think. But yeah, I. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, feels good. It feels it feels good to have it have it out there. And, Henry Gilbert uh, will be at Comic Con. If you are gay, you can sleep with him. I know. Um, I know you guys. <laughs> If you were the if you were the listeners who were like, man, I liked how nonchalant he was about saying that, and now we can just move on and don't have to hear about his other gay stuff. I deserve like, being. Yeah. It's a special. It's yes. not. It's not episode one hundred and one. You will hear no responses to question of the week nor a new question. Mm-hmm. We have something even more. Dare I say, specialer? What specialer? Um, well, I wish I had more information on it now. 
And you put me on, now you put me on the spot. Oh. I'm going to come out as an ignoramus. Uh, I didn't gather enough information on the Justice League of America album published by Tifton in 1966. What? There are wow. apparently more of these albums. I know there was a Spider-Man one. Well, yeah. uh, these are just DC heroes. Oh. And, and like I think the one I found is the third, mm-hmm. oh, which okay. will explain the song choices because it is not... Oh, they've used all the good ones in the first ones, huh? I, I suppose. I mean, but it's a Justice League album. You want to hear that intro? Yeah. Call the roll, 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 here. the roll, call the roll, Okay, there are three wow. more minutes uh, of this. That was great. There are three I more love, minutes I of this. Did love that. And again, I know we talked about too much about Marvel and throw them too much praise. Their sixties albums are better. <laughs> well, I you can... belong, you belong, you belong. Yeah. Well, I can imagine back then that it was just a cool. It was so cool to do a uh, to do a record to sell to all the teeny boppers in there in the in the record stores jamming away yeah, like yeah, with their knee length skirts. It just became yeah in the mid sixties like kids were loving their Two records bathing suits. And but this song is corny. I do wonder if DC jumped on it after Marvel put out their album, or who or who did it first. Like I don't actually know, but I know like Marvel's didn't go. It wasn't sold in stores. The, the stuff we had played wasn't sold mm-hmm. in stores like an actual album. It was th- sold to the back of Marvel, oh yeah, yeah Marvel mags and uh, fan clubs. This was available on record shelves. Huh. Um, little more. The capital B, a super colossal calamity, a tremendous, stupendous catastrophe to bring them. All out swinging, and when the swinging man they're bringing big trouble with a capital T for any suit up super enemy on Earth or in space. Or All right now, I love it again. Hey, do they put on a show <laughs> anywhere the four wind blows? Now they're talking, they get the call, watch them go. <laughs> the Justice League. What's that? I, I just love that they have to also brag like. I mean, they're going to save the world, but they will put on a show. Like, boy, <laughs> do they put on a show. Well, no one's afraid to can't can here in the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, I and just their voices, like, their voices are kind of indistinguishable. Yeah. But I do love the, I, I, I like the concept of, I feel like this was something that was never performed as an actual stage show. And it's no, just never. like, so it's a mu- it's original musical that's just I think it's just on, a kid's album. Just yeah. video. Or, uh, I mean, no visual component. There are 11 tracks. Um, mm. I'm not, ex- I think there's, it, it may start with a song and then like a sketch. Mm. Or, no, it's a bad, but a, but a dramatization. Do we want to move into the Wonder yeah, Woman song? I want to hear, oh yeah, because Wonder Woman, the when she said here, for a second I thought, did they not even hire a woman? Is that just I have not even heard all this. So, all right. so like all of those guys could be on the album. The song titles are clearly not for members. Your, your first, other than Wonder Woman, your first mm-hmm. seven entries of uh, well, in '66, Wonder Woman wasn't such a big deal either. Mm, like, I see. Um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Ooh. Wonder Woman. This is so mystery science theater. Yeah. And Ega should walk Wonder behind the glass Woman. door. 
Wonder Woman. So that's just an ode to How I wonder about the wonder, the wonder, the wonder. Don't imply you want to sleep with her. Oof, boy. Must be magic, only magic. And explain the many wonders, the wonders, the wonders, the wonders. Can there be any descriptive of what she does? Like, this is not, it's, I, I learned nothing. This is the shortest song of them all. We're going to hear it all. There's like 20 seconds left. Wonder Woman got me science. There's some girl in a poodle dress just like with her hand over her heart while the sand is playing. I'm just human and you're so divine. I'm pretty sure the next the next parts are sketches. I want to see how close it Wow. Alright, so they all want to date Wonder Woman. That's a big Yeah, that's quite a declaration. Maybe it's from the the perspective of Super No, so that song. That song was lame from songwriting standards. Like, oh wait, we're gonna uh, pause it real quick. I want to like. That song was that song was cheap from a songwriting perspective yes. of just that like he didn't do the slightest research. Like, <laughs> like here's a picture oh. of her. Her name is Wonder Woman. Who All right. are you? I wonder. <laughs> She's a woman. You do wonders, and you're a woman. Yeah, it seemed like I'm in love. Up until the very end, that could have been like his mother, or uh, or even a goddess. I wonder, like in a Superman song. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would have at least bothered yes. to write like kryptonite. They would mention small th- buildings and locomotives. Yeah, they would have hit some of the thing. Like, could they have said like you've tied a lasso <laughs> round my heart? But that's that also is just like the boilerplate songwriting. Like anybody could write that the mystery song. Mystery Science Theater two thousand is my only point yeah. of reference for hack nineteen fifties sixties music. Yeah, there were so many MST3K films. Ega, I think, is the one that to- yeah. the, that is like Tequila. the best of them. <laughs> of just that they would have they would have a music video in the middle, at least one music mm-hmm. video in the middle of them. Of just like, let's see if we can get a hit album with the kids. And they just point a camera at the, like the thirty year old playing a teen in the movie, who then sings a crappy <laughs> song that was probably written by the same eight dudes who write every song for like nothing back then. It's weird that surrounded was, by studio musicians was made fun of, and I'm like, yeah, that does suck. And then like you see High School Musical, and like, <laughs> sort of wish I could get into that, but now I've been uh, programmed to think this is all bad. But it's clearly never stopped. Like the yeah. very thing they're talking about. Kids like to hear songs. The kids like to hear songs. They like to hear songs by people their age, even when they're sung by people twice their age. And they can't judge. Like, when you're, you don't have, you haven't heard a ton of music. Mm -hmm. Like, so if it's the first time you've heard a song like that, maybe you really like it. But I hope not. But that, yeah, that I, I like, I imagine the singers are like, Everybody singing on this is dressed in Mad Men style clothes, <laughs> or at the very uh, least, they're wearing a button-up shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Like, all right, little take... boxes with a martini glass on yeah. each. It's take number five, guys. Hit it! And then something like sixteen guys blowing a clarinet. So, well, I, I'm curious to see what I want to hear the sketch. It's seven minutes. We will not. Listen we will to all not hear the whole. Thing. Quite a pointy general. Lots of brass here. Brass and beautiful women. And echo. Oh, 
Hadn't you noticed? Oh, oh I noticed all right, but uh, uh, you didn't tell me what it's all about and, and, well, why you wanted me to be here. Well, the State Department, unofficially, you understand, suggested we throw a welcoming party for the representative of a big European business combine. What kind of business? Combine? It's more or less classified information, but I can say that it is in the field of rocket-propelled oh. aircraft. Rocket aircraft, eh? Who yes, that's one of the reasons you're Who is here. even this guy? Being one of the Air Force top pilots, oh, you'll yeah. find out soon enough anyway. Well, it's Hal Jordan. You developed a beauty of a... Say, talking about beauty and combines, here's the representative <laughs> I was telling you about. Oh, Carol Ferris. Ah, welcome, my dear. General Thorndike, no. so nice to see you again. Thorndike? And who is this handsome man? Frau von Braunzeiger, may I present Colonel Steve Trevor of the United States Air Force. Oh, oh uh, Do you know who that was? That's, uh, yeah, that's Wonder Woman's boyfriend. So, so Wonder Woman's probably going to fight this lady that is trying to put the moves on Steve Trevor. So this is a Wonder Woman scene that she hasn't even appeared in yet, that it's her boyfriend. It's only been like eight minutes. It's been one minute. Um, so fa- fast forward just a Colonel little. Colonel Trevor, I have heard of your... To see me? Time is running out and I must talk fast. Evil forces have seized control Better of my country will. and many other countries as well. My associates and I are setting up a secret air force in South America with which we hope to overthrow these wicked men. But but why tell me She's all a this? Because invisible jet so, set down. There is your great Colonel Trevor. So this is the Colonel oh, Trevor adventure? And on leave, too. We can have so much fun. Well, I may have to leave you a little while, Diane, while Brunhilde and I... Nonsense. Bring her along, too. What the fuck kind of accident is happening? Uh, oh, we run over by a car. These are countries that don't exist anymore. This is almost 50 and years ago. here we are. You two look around a bit while Von Schmidt and I prepare a proper welcome. Oh, boy. You want to keep going? No. Okay, no. next song? Yeah, what's the next song? Um, you were saying, 1966, who's in the Justice League? Uh, well, I mean, they said they they had the roll call at the start. Metamorpho, sure. uh, <laughs> Metamorpho has a song. Uh, well, I want to hear this. Metamorpho, 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 Metamorpho. I cannot believe you got that. This is the story of the Element Man. Metamorpho, <laughs> Metamorpho. <laughs> starts out in old Egypt land. Yes. Yeah. See, this Rex is getting into his origin. Was his real name. That is true. Yeah, he has a very complicated origin. Tell me more yeah. about Metamorpho. Um, he just, yeah, he can, he can just, it's, he can be any element, and he was not unlike the Metal Men. Mm-hmm. That uh, he was a science lesson turned alive. Like he was just like, well, time to turn into chlorine gas and knock out these foes. Like, <laughs> wait, is he still around? Uh, he, he I think he's. 
I don't know where he stands in the new Fifty Two. Honestly, sure. like he's he's died and come back. A he sounds lot like, of a, but his name I'm like Metamorpho. That's a bad guy. And I was now, for he, some reason thinking of uh, Mysterio. He, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, Metamorpho does seem more like a bad guy name. Yeah. But he's he he also just yeah. Then he should be just a science guy, and then they bring in like oh, but he found a magic rock in Egypt. Like oh, okay, <laughs> that's DC cool. Origins are so weird. Yeah. How many of them involve the pyramids? Um, well, definitely Hawkman. Hawkman. They kind of bring in the pyramids into Shazam these days. Do like, they? Well, technically, Black Adam, like, is, well, in one version of the origin, Black Adam is, a, is also an Egyptian. What? What was that? No, nah, I was just, just saying he's an Egyptian. And I was looking at the clock. I was just curious oh, what time Jesus. it was. Jesus. Always counting the minute thing. Okay, but another one is the Atom on here? No. Oh. No, they're, they're not all as deep as all. The of them. Adam was one of the first just, like openly Jewish superheroes. You know, he would have been great on here. Uh, it, it, he would have been not welcome in the Tifton Studios. <laughs> this is uh, the yeah. 60s Henry. Remember, yeah, in the, one of the earliest episodes of Mad Men, where mm-hmm. they were just like, Jew? "We're really? working with so? a Jew." Oh well, let's try to like they they were all just really weird of like, but you're but you're you work in New York, like why are you? St- <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, be cool, Roger. Be cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a sketch with Metamorpho, unless you wanted to hear more of the song. Cosmic rays longer than the sun through his body and brain, and when it was done, there, yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah, 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 there, stood the element Metamorpho, Metamorpho. Alright, pause it again. Number one, when I was bobbing my head, I, I was realizing that. I learned to do that from Mystery Science Theater. Like when when Joe and the bots were watching mm-hmm. a song and they'd go back to the song again and they'd just sing their thing, they'd mm-hmm. bob their heads back and forth and you see like specifically the grate on Crow's head yeah. shake a very specific way. <laughs> or his mouth clatter too much. Yeah. <laughs> then but these whoever wrote this one, I don't if it was the same group then Clearly, they spent more time researching searching Metamorpho than Wonder Woman. It does like, sound that way. They took it easy They're on Wonder specific. Woman. They, they know more about Metamorpho than I know about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess with Wonder Woman, they could just talk about, like, let's just make this the love song about how or great she, women are. Or and was then, she iconic enough to where everybody knew everything about I mean, her in the, the yeah, mid-60s? In the mid-60s, she was, she was one of their... She was continually published. Mm-hmm. She was not canceled and rebooted for the silver age like green lantern and the flash were but let's hear this catch oh boy metamorpho alert alert we put up the metamorpho signal we've called this worst fire ever seen these here parts over in the royal near the port Sheriff does not always imply I do voices. How the uh, fire start? I know you won't believe us, Mr. Newspaper Reporter, but witnesses swear they saw a huge man mountain of fire. Man mountain of fire? That's what I What's said. A thing? huge monster of a man, big as a house. Only instead of being made you of flesh and blood, he's made of fire. That's hard to believe. Metamorphic well, you could better do believe it, well, young fella. Hey, wait a minute. Who are you barging here like that? I'm Simon Stagg, the inventor. You may have heard of me. Sure have. Well, howdy, Mr. Stagg. What's your Everyone's heard of inventor well, Simon story, Stagg. Sir, I'll tell you later. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you later. The fuck this di- We got to speed this up, so All right, well, I'm not going to tell you. Know. What's wrong? Your friend Fumo the Fire Giant is heading straight for this town. Now what do we do? <laughs> if there's one man who can help, it's the man coming in here right now. <laughs> Rex, hurry up. Gotta talk to you. Wow. That's right. The cool, man walking Sergeant. towards the me. The element man is here. What's raising your temperature? 
Sheriff, this is Rex Mason, known as Metamorpho, the Element Man. No secret identity because he's always trapped him. in that it's body. He can't change man. normal. Well, you're right in time. That fire god or whatever he is is heading this way right now. Well, what are we waiting for? Get your car, Sheriff, and let's get up a welcoming committee and get out and do a little fumigating, hey? <laughs> time for more car sound effects. Brought to you by Winston. Uh, was, was everybody doing like a George Reeves impression when they did a I superhero? I guess that when they told him like, well, you're a leading man type. Uh, Hello. Exactly. Hello. I star in B-rated films. Hello. Hello. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> We've got to get off of this boat. It's everyone sounds like Jonas Venture. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you. They didn't have much range. It wasn't until the seventies that you could get Robert De Niro's like no a leading man who doesn't talk like that. Like, <laughs> oh, so as far as the other Justice League members, I'm just saying Batman, Superman, uh, a Green Lantern, not here. Not Aquaman, here Aquaman is here. Aquaman song coming up as you requested. <laughs> Aquaman <laughs> Very similar to that more Aquaman <laughs> No one greater than No one greater than Aquaman King of Atlantis King of the sea Come Where on, baby. the thing is That's where he'll be Always defending You, yeah, you and me Aquaman Play this before the show. Swim faster than the fastest thing in the sea. <laughs> That's garbage. That was so easier to write thing than with Ray or Shark. Decide and he'll fight with all his might till the end. Oh, you can always depend. On mankind's truest friend. At least this part's different. Aquaman. like that kind of plucky guitar there sounds like sort of surf rocky like this is the worst solo I have ever heard in my entire life two, two white guys with one year's worth of experience with a keyboard and drums throw it to Jake <laughs> dun, dun, dun. tequila Swim faster than the fastest thing. Like, that's real bad. Anything else to say, guys? No one greater than. No one greater than. Okay. Except for most people. Alright, this is just they do it twice. Like they have nothing else. Oh, you've been gone. You've been gone, the swim. fastest thing. But you wanna okay, maybe so, hear how he sounds? Uh, Alright. But then we'll meet like eight characters first and then Aquaman shows up. Of like all that's the how they pad you've it heard out. so far. This is the shortest. Okay. The Aquaman is on the train as he's been known to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on the. Oh, those are waves. Yeah, he's on the beach. Okay. Now we've established. Hey, Jim, what time is the supply ship due in? Our food supply is getting echo on the beach. It'll be dark soon. It's overdue already. Overdue, boy. 
There must be a better way of making a living than running a lighthouse on an island in the middle of nowhere. If I may explain where we are. If sure need anything, they <laughs> hop down the corner store and get it. <laughs> but out here, we got to sit around and wait and wait. And We're wait. completely wait. helpless. <laughs> coming in on the radio. Yeah, same old story, I suppose. Supply ship. I like if this episode tomorrow. is just Aquaman entertains them. <laughs> Lord, the supply ship has disappeared. <gasps> disappeared? Black Manta? On a day like this? Hmm. Not a cloud in the sky. Not a white cap. The report said that the Coast Guard got an SOS a few hours ago. A sudden violent storm kicked up, and the ship was going up. Going down, you mean? No, no, it said going up. <laughs> The ship's radio cut off at that point. Maybe they meant it caught fire and she was going up in flames. Flames? We would have seen flames. But that reminds me. Remember mm-hmm. the Aurora Borealis last night and the night before? Usually bright for the northern lights this time. <laughs> uh, let's get Aquaman to show up. Like a, All right, like let's by intelligent beings from outer space. Intelligent beings from some you water star and queen of Atlantis doing out here. That's Mara. We've been studying those mysterious lights and their effect on the water for some time now. And frankly, we're worried. What if that curtain of light is in reality a sort of magnetic siphon controlled by intelligent beings from outer space? Yeah, what Intelligent if? beings from some water-starved planet who, water like ourselves, starved. need water to survive. And who have worked on a method of draining the ocean to provide Mass life-giving draining. water for mm-hmm. their own planet. Congratulations, no. Excellent reasoning for a mere earthling, I must say. And who are you and what are you doing here? I am Hydro, the dehydrator from the planet Exodum. (laughs) Oh, boy. Take two. Take two. Oh, no. They only, they couldn't do multiple takes. They were like, no, we got to stick with this. You had to stop tape, which meant more tape. Yeah, that's why studio oh. musicians like the Buena Vista Social Club mm-hmm. like was so beloved because they didn't they were good good every time. Didn't have to waste tape, but oh, boy. Hydro Hydronator? I, I don't know. Like <laughs> the Aquaman has two villains I know. They seem they'd be natural enemies. But I mean the, so that is so like that is a crappy enemy. That <laughs> is so crappy that it could have e- I mean like it's so crappy that it could have just been made up for this this album, or it really was just one that was like a drawn in a in a weak feeling issue of like it's hydro. He shows up, he takes water. Well, all right, sounds like it was written by the musicians because they're mm-hmm. awful. I am hydro from Zixquilac, <laughs> and you guess there are two superheroes left. Ah, uh, two left. Each of the accompanying sketches. All right, Hawk. No, Ooh, no Hawkman. No. Sorry, sorry. Green Arrow. Ooh, sorry. I bet he probably would have made it in the first two rounds. Yeah, jeez. Okay, the lower tier dudes. Well, this is sixty. There's one of them is not a lower tier dude. Oh yeah. Uh, He's the last last hero. Flash. It is Flash. Oh. Okay. Um. Let's hear. Well, the, the Flash, Flash song. song better have a fast tempo. Hey. All right. Faster. It's still the same melody, though. If they say flash, if flash is the first word said here, I'm going to be real disappointed. He's a flash. He's the monarch of okay. motion, the right. sultan of speed. So wizard of whizzle, yes, indeed. Wizard Go from here to China in a no time flat. Beat the speed of light, and you can't beat that. A flash, a flash, meets a mighty flash. In a fight, he'll smash. Good. 
Yeah, man. The Break it down, Flash. They love the organ on this album. Donuts, Barry. You too, Wally. Get in there. He is the Flash. He's the Flashiest guy in the Flashing universe. No one knows Barry Allen. Is his real name? Oh. With the police justice is his aim. There's a ring with the Flash's uniform in it. Whoa. Wow, that's all pertinent information. And still true today. Well, yeah, place it... Well, wait, did they bring... Who's the first Flash? Uh, that's Jay Garrick from the 40s, but... He's like the air raid warning guy. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the, hel- yeah, yeah the, uh, the Mercury's helmet style. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Barry Allen was the 1956 introduced Flash, mm-hmm. who, like, he started the Silver Age. As a Marvel fan, it's... To me, the Marvels, uh, Marvel started the Silver Age with Fantastic Four, but it's not really true. Like, it was. The Flash started it, like, nice. in, in 56. The Marvel Age of Comics began in 61 with Fantastic Four, and Fantastic Four and Marvel Comics changed the industry, if like, more so than the Flash did, I would say. Of the new 52, the issues that I've read from all the characters, mm. outside of the Batman Court of Owls stuff, the Flash mm. was the, my favorite of the new 52. Well, what's funny, too, with The Flash, like they mentioned in the song, he's a police scientist, which was like a nothing job back then. And now it's like CSI. Like there's everybody on television. Every person on television is a police scientist. Mildly autistic police scientist, every single one. But his superpower is not mild autism. It's running fast. (laughs) Running very fast. I, I loved when on Community, when, Ade- when Abed made fun of like all the shows that, that well, I have. Had, like, at the time, I had not seen Hannibal, and I uh, watched that episode again after seeing a lot of Hannibal. It is very, very much a Hannibal parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what, this, that whole episode? That's the only reason I, because I, I don't know a lot of shows with autistic mm-hmm. uh, super cops, but Hannibal is very much. Oh, but there's also Monk and and uh, I've the, never seen. the Medium, I think it's Medium called. Medium or Numbers. Or... Nobody watches any show on CBS. No one who knows how to download a podcast. And if you did, <laughs> kudos on you. We'll send you a shirt. Um, <laughs> Alright, let's hear this flash sketch. Where are they, Hank? I would guess in the police station. Daily Planet? Central City Police. Oh, Boy, you got it, Hank. Henry. I did what? Look, lady, we're very busy. Why don't... Why don't you talk to your husband? He'll set you straight. What a nutty broad. Central City Police, Malloy here. Malloy. The Central City Bank? Right right away. What's up, Malloy? Another bank heist. Same M.O. as in the others. Three weird characters moving so fast, nobody could give a description. This is getting big. Yeah, maybe too big. Captain wants to flash in on him immediately. And then he came here. At that moment, Barry Allen was passing the Central City oh, Bank in his lab mobile. His supercast vision had caught a glimpse of three strange figures making a fast getaway. Wow! Those guys are as fast as I am. Gotta what? look into this. Stopping the car, the young police scientist steps into a doorway, presses a secret button on the ring on his finger, and outleaps a red uniform. Within seconds, the familiar figure of the Flash super speeds after the three robbers. Hey, they've disappeared. <laughs> I've lost mm. them. <laughs> 
Too much for even the mighty Flash. Right, little man? That voice. <laughs> where is it coming from? And how does he know where I am? In case you're wondering who I am, tune in on any television or radio station tonight. I'm preempting all communications at 7 o'clock. You've got to think big, little man, if you want to keep up with me. <laughs> <laughs> at precisely 7 o'clock, Flash and Captain Clark turn on every TV and radio. This episode's going really fast. Of America, this is Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Where does yeah, he play some the really... DC Comics pantheon? I'm really surprised at that one because the, the Flash has so many, like, big yeah. robes. I think this is also... this Today, everybody is so protective of, of the characters and mm-hmm. how they appear in it. They would have just said, like, yeah, you need to have... You need this character. You need this yeah. character. If, he, if the Flash is going to fight somebody, it's this guy. Like, instead, they're just like, man, eh, just well, make up your own villain. Who cares? All of these, did they possibly invent these villains? They seem so the, bad the that they have to be invented. But they're also DC. But DC had a lot of crappy villains. They have a lot of good ones, sure. but they. And not to say Marvel didn't make up shitty villains no, every other week DC either. DC still exists all the time. <laughs> DC has a lot less to work with. I mean, they can't all be the Joker. Yeah. They can't all be the Joker. Uh, Created but, but, by Jerry but Robinson. That has not stopped them from trying making every Batman villain into the Joker. Yeah, I know. They can't. Who will out-Joker the Joker? Well, there's one more hero in here. Uh, and I don't right, think you'll ever, ever get it. If, um, let me take a couple more guesses here. Okay, 1966. Five. A Silver Age DC character mm. appearing in comics. Uh, Supergirl. Mm. No, wait, they wouldn't have more than one woman on here. Okay. Uh, Robin in a solo scene. Come on, Hank. I already said Green Arrow. Oh, uh, I believe the same company put out a Batman and Robin album. So I said Green time. Arrow. Jeez, um, this is getting tough now. Um, uh, the Legion of Superheroes. That's not a person. All right. Element Lad from the Legion of Superheroes. No, wait. No. He is a semi-popular hero. Semi-popular. Hmm, well, has he ever starred anything? Uh, Martian Manhunter. Yes, he did. Is it Martian Manhunter? No, it's not Martian Manhunter. He said Green Lantern was on a previous one. It's not him. Fuck it. it I, uh, geez, I think of Louise. Green when I think of his outfit, but I might be thinking of the Marvel counterpart. Wait, Captain Marvel? No. No? No. Uh, if I give up, who Starts is Starts with a P. 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 Plastic Man? It is Plastic Man. Oh, okay. Oh, he said his name in the intro. God, stupid. Plastic Man! (laughs) Plastic Man! Yeah, this is is officially excruciating. Plastic Man! He's a real good guy in a bright red suit. Wow. He always wears goggles and a belt. You saw the news very little about Wonder Woman. Clever. Modestly clever. Plastic man. Plastic man. The coast the original elastic man. Oh, no, wait, there's another elastic man. For the shape he's in. The fantastic. Plastic man. Plastic man. I'm trying to do it like they do it. Plastic man. man. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Stretch his neck, 
three top high and stretch his arms till they touch the sky and stretch his legs till he's so tall he could bounce the moon like a basketball. Don't do that. Rebecca Tide. That's a crappy rhyme. Plastic man. Plastic man. The one, the original elastic man. Always in great shape for the shape he's in. The fantastic. Plastic man! Kind of a buddy Bolly is Plastic man! Am I doing okay? Yeah. Tequila. Boy. Welcome. So that's all the songs. I would rank Plastic Man closer to the top. Just, I. I think the I think I've the Flash seen, I've read him in a comic. Never I, metamorpho. I think the Flash is the only one where the song wasn't the chorus wasn't like it's the Flash, yes. the Flash. He's the flashiest Flash. He flashes <laughs> so Flash, and he flashes the Flash. Uh, but they they all sound made up on the you're spot. You're the one who likes musicals, so I don't I don't know how to explain any of this. And this I, is all your fault. <laughs> The Flash. Well, these. This isn't a musical. I realize. Beware of the flashy creep. They he just calls. made the crummiest, like just junk pop they could. Like just what the kids like. It's, it's weird. I'm trying to think of my parents like like jamming out to this mm-hmm. album, but even they're too old to like <laughs> like something this. Benign. My parents would have been like, now. Well, yeah, my mom. Jeez, uh, yeah, my mom would have been like in her late teens. She yeah, would exactly. at 18. She would have just been like this. Shit. Yeah, she would have been ostracized for listening to a Justice League album and not being seven. Well, she was more into Marvel. Ah, yes. That's where I got it from. Good old Francine. Um, uh, you know what? Let me say now, as a gay guy, I really love my mother, and I don't like <laughs> I don't like when you make fun of her. As a gay man. I would never make fun of your beautiful mother. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's hear. I this Okay, this one is, last thing. I think Plastic Man will have a... He should have a real goofy voice. You think so? Oh, he does. Wait. Well, he... In, in who's, some who's the Marvel counterpart? Like, is that, do they have an Elastic Man? No, Elastic Man is in the is in their universe, too. Like, Elastic Man... But one is a parody of the other, right? I don't know who came first. In the comics, uh, in the Justice League show, mm-hmm. they, like... Elastic Man is jealous of Plastic Man. I do. I think Plastic Man wasn't originally a DC Comics character. DC mm-hmm. just acquired him later. Like, okay. He kind of was off that, his own it, little universe. It does confuse me. I thought maybe one of them was that Marvel. Let's hear Plastic Man. They have Flat Man and Mr. Fantastic in Marvel. What? And there's Elastic Girl also. Plastic Henry. Man. It's oh. just terrible. What's terrible, my dear? The papers the, these the days are full men. of nothing but crime and violence. What is this country coming to anyway? I really wanted Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire to kick in right that, there. That is such a stock character. Like, Henry, what's wrong with America? I don't know, mean What's wife. wrong? America. <laughs> America's wrong. Don't you fret your little head about it, Mary. The police are handling things quite well. Quite well, indeed. Here's the story of another robbery committed by that awful Plastic Man. Plastic Man again, eh? What a shame, Henry. Plastics in the hands of a great doctor like you can be so wonderful. You make plastic hearts, plastic arms, (gasps) everything to help people live healthier, happier lives. That's a doctor's duty, my love. But that wicked Plastic Man, he makes the word plastic sound... Well, 
While this conversation was taking place on the <laughs> east side of town, over at police Something headquarters on the west side... Time for our seventh cop what character. What begin the day? Look at these newspapers. Every one of them screaming for our scalps unless we do something. Yeah, I know. There's a policeman in every sure one of a these. disappointment to me. You know, well, I could have sworn he was on like, the straight and narrow. They make it sound like Plastic Man's still a scoundrel. At this well, point. I think somebody is pretending to be Plastic Man. Oh. I'm wondering if it's not Henry at the start of this episode. Me. It's hunking one man be in so many places at once. Well, what do you mean? Look at this map. Now, we know there was a job here and here and here and over here. So? Now, look at the time of the crimes. They all happen about the same time. And witnesses positively identify Plastic Man as a criminal in every one of these cases. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. What gives? What gives? That's what I've been thinking. Stooley. What gives? Plastic Man. You've got a nerve showing up here. You're under arrest. Hold it. This giant open warehouse. Smitty old buddy, old pal. Do you think I'd be stupid enough to walk in here like this if I were really back in the old racket again? Well, uh, Well, all right. You're done under arrest. All is forgiven. Some clown's been sending his gang out on jobs dressed up like me. Red suit, goggles, and all. Why the masquerade? To discredit me. Make me look bad. Discredit me. I know where this is going. Yeah. No, what do you think? They, they they just gave all those facts about Henry and his plastics for no reason. Oh, like, oh, oh put it down on that circus. Certainly not. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, his voice was different-ish. Was enough. He was at least like he had, he had like that wise-ass personality, but oof, boy. I think we fulfilled our obligations. I think we have more than enough. Like, this was supposed to be a short episode. It has been a standard-length episode it, with really? no break in between. Oh, my God. But, hey, we should tell people about... Things. Oh yeah, the Ventura of uh, sorry, La Ventura commentaries, yep. uh, Running Man and Predator for one set of four ninety nine. You pay over five bucks, you get no holds barred. Probably one of my favorite bad movies in the universe. Oh, Jesse Ventura, Jesse Ventura pack. Do not listen to the Illuminati lizard people who tell you to get other. <laughs> Other commentary pack from other websites. It's all about Laser Times Live and Tourist Pack. Listen to me, Gorilla. Yes. Uh, you I'm... listen to me, Haystack. I'm no jabroni. I'm gonna go <laughs> gonna go to www.lasertimepodcast.com. Click on the Live on Tourist commentary and give at least five dollars to the boys. Help them not pay out of pocket mm. to uh, keep up the hosting of the podcast. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, help them maybe when they're unemployed put food in their stupid fa- their fat defattening faces. faces. Yeah. You haven't seen how I'm wasting away unless you've been watching the streams mm. on Laser Time Network on YouTube. Um, we had some new episodes of Laser Time as well. Yes, uh, this week. Uh, this week was your idea. I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. It, it turns out, like, I think we should have spent longer on it. Yeah, um, well, there's a ton to talk about. Yeah, there still it was, is. It was creative splits, and mm-hmm. but I think the way you'd propose it to me, like, pick a, forcing you to pick a side mm-hmm. on the, some of the biggest creative... And the ones we, we uh, used to head up that were Edgar Wright slash Ant-Man versus Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, and McCartney and Lennon versus If you're Lennon. a Cape Crisis fan, you will love how long I talk about Stan Lee versus Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Unless I got cut down, like you should have deleted it from the podcast. Nope. Yeah, but nope, did not. Then you're gonna love it on this week's episode, guys. If you're not listening to Laser Time, then I don't know why you listen to this. Like, uh, yes, go away and never talk to me again. <laughs> uh, also, there was a new cheap podcast this week at some know. point where. 
We talk about the Battleground pay-per-view and all that pro wrestling stuff. And there was a VG Empire, a mm-hmm. newish one of that recently, oh, about yeah. Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood should things. be a new one on the way, I believe. And also Vidigia Game Apocalypse, mm-hmm. where I just had something about pro wrestling last the week yeah, before. Yeah. and No? Well, not prof- like unprofessional wrestling. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had so many good times, and uh, now I feel like I have to like come out at the end of every episode. Maybe now I'll replace Excelsior with I am gay. I say that. No, or I don't want something you're ashamed, something uh, you're too ashamed to admit to the public right off the bat. Like, mm. um, like how many pieces of candy you ate from the HR bowl today? I didn't. I didn't eat any. I've been really? losing weight. Yeah. yeah. I, yes. I, and if you don't know Hank right now, he is kind of on a roll and. Uh, they, I think, come on. Uh, yeah. I think you've creatively been awesome. You mentioned going on stage and doing stand up, which is something we've both been doing together. There's this is my, you coming out. This is my little coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, you've, you've con- like, you wrote that entire sketch yourself last week. You've written a lot of articles related to time. Your work in Games Radar is has not fallen off at all. Mm. And in the meantime, dude, losing all the weight you have coming out, come on, man. One no, year? This is the span going, of one year. Yeah, I've been going to the gym. I've. I've been doing a lot when i think about where i was at comic-con last year compared mm-hmm. to now like i definitely feel and you were sick at comic-con and you looked like mm. a sick person <laughs> it looked like uh-huh. well i spent half of comic-con in bed like i didn't mm-hmm. do anything like i the one time i was so lucky the timing that somebody was spreading around a picture again of like mm-hmm. from comic-con last year where it was just great of like you and Brett and Lizzie were, you know, you were chained to the, you were at the booth you were going to be at. And so it was easy to find you. And then when I found you, then just at the same time, like Cheryl walked by and we're like, wow, all five of us, we got to take nuts. a picture. And it was so nice. And Why did that circulate again recently? Uh, somebody liked it again recently mm-hmm. and then I liked it and I think it put it back in the, put it back in the visibility. But it was, it is just such, it's a nice picture and uh, so yeah, thank you again, all the listeners, all the nice stuff you said. It was it was super duper great. Onward to 101, and that's when we will be talking about your qu- answers to last week's question of the week. Comic-Con anecdotes. Uh, Comic-Con imagine. anecdotes. We'll talk about all the big news that came out of Comic-Con, which I bet there will be a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. And Brett and I will have been there, and so we'll talk about like what thing I bought that I regret <laughs> spending $80 on. I think I might just buy that Porkins. I don't know. We'll see. At uh, Porkins saying, if you are going to Comic Con, say hi to me, or you know, if you see me. Look for Hank. He's thirty pounds later. <laughs> it might be hard to tell. Yes, it might be hard to see me. But all right, until next time, Excelsior. Excelsior.